Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AWS Podcast. Simon Lesher here with you. Great to have you back. I'm joined by some guests today because we're going to talk about the building of a foundation for your data lake. A few buzzwords in there, but we'll dive into it. But I'm joined by Carla and Mick from 47 Lining and Chris from AWS, and we'll have them introduce themselves one by one. Um, Carla, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Simon. I'm Carla Cole from 47 Lining. I focus on sales and customer success. I help make sure that our customers' business goals are aligned with the technology solutions that we are implementing on their behalf. Awesome. And uh, Mick, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Simon. Thanks for having me. Um, So I lead the 47 Lining team, and uh, I work with customers kind of in three primary dimensions. One is, uh, you know, exploring and plumbing the the engineering and technology aspects of data science and uh, data machinery. Uh, the second is professional services delivery and figuring out how we, uh, you know, meet up with the capacity that our own, uh, the customer's own teams bring to the table. And then finally, and value exploration and how you can use a data lake and data analytics to make value for your business. And Chris, welcome to you. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Uh, I lead the AWS Quick Start team, and our reason for being is to make it easier for our customers and indeed our partners to launch different workloads on AWS based on best practices. So we work with folks like 47 Lining to produce these quick starts so that you guys can benefit from them. Fantastic. Now, Carla, let's maybe start with you. Maybe give us a, a quick snapshot of who 47 Lining is, and then uh, and then we may talk about this foundation. Sure. 47 Lining is the big data practice for RainCloud. Rain is an AWS premier consulting partner with big data competency. We help customers build, operate, and manage what we like to call data machines to provide answers to their most important business questions like, who are my customers and how can I predict what they want before even they know it? Our target customers are data-driven businesses across all industry verticals. We've had the opportunity to work with customers in oil and gas, energy, life sciences, gaming, retail analytics, financial services, and media and entertainment. We're a high-touch boutique of senior engineers headquartered in Boulder, Colorado, who thrive on lifelong learning and finding answers to our most complex customer problems. That's great. And it's you know really interesting to see an organization focusing specifically on data because that's clearly a, a challenge for many organizations. Now, we're talking about the Data Lake Foundation quick start today. And Data Lake is one of those poor terms that gets used and misused for many different things and misinterpreted. You're fortunate, Carla, that your organization works with customers on real projects doing real things for which Data Lakes make sense. Can you give us some context on maybe the business benefits that, uh, that work in this context? Sure. Increasingly, we're hearing that valuable customer data sources are dispersed among on-premises data centers, SaaS providers, partners, third-party data providers, and public data sources. Some of these data sets may be structured or unstructured. And a data lake is a repository that holds a large amount of raw data in a variety of sources. And that data may be in its native format, structured or unstructured, and only transformed at the time that it's needed. The AWS Data Lake Foundation Quick Start that we developed together with the AWS Quick Start team 
uh, provides customers with a get started data lake in Amazon that covers common use cases spanning ingest to visualization. With the push of a button, customers can deploy a secure, scalable best practices environment within their own AWS account. The AWS Data Lake Foundation Quick Start provides customers with ingest of batch and streaming data submissions, metadata extraction and search, data transformation, data warehousing, and dashboard visualization. The AWS Data Lake Foundation Quick Start comes with an optional sample data set to allow customers to experience the data flow through the entire solution. Customers with more complex business requirements and scaling needs may choose to work with one of our 47 Lightning consultants on advanced implementation. Uh, 47 Lightning has had the opportunity to work with enterprise customers who ingest up to 12 billion rows per day in Amazon. And we just really thrive on deep customer partnerships and pushing the envelope on big data analytics at scale. Sensational. Now, Mick, I guess you know the the data lake we're talking about here is is what you'd call a real no fool and database, or in Australia would say it's a rigid edge database uh, or data lake. I should say it's uh, something you can use and is meaningful and good to go. So maybe let's dive into how it's built and maybe some of the decisions around the components used to build it. You bet. Um, so Simon, I think you know, kind of before we we get to technology, uh, when we talk about how it's built. Um, it's really important to acknowledge that the Data Lake Foundation is built in response to a really common set of foundational data lake use cases. How did like what are the tasks that people actually need to uh, need to you know, perform using the data lake, <clears throat> and then what are the key concepts and the ways that they interact with the data lake uh, that the architecture then implements. So one of the notions in the data lake is we have customers that have this diversity of data providers. They've got data that's coming from a lot of different sources. And so this notion of how do I manage a diverse uh, set of data providers and uh, submission interfaces and submission mechanisms to each of those data providers is really important. And when we build those data provider interfaces, uh, it's also really important that customers make it economically really kind of cheap and easy for the person who has the data to provide it to the data lake. Because if it's hard, then they won't end up with uh, the data that they need in their data lake. Um, and so this notion of uh, submission process, getting the data in raw format into S3 in as straightforward a manner as possible is really key to the functionality. Now, once the data lands in a submission zone in the data lake, then, you know, another key concept within the data lake foundation is the notion of, uh, like data value tiering. So from submissions, I'm going to run an ingest process that might be validating, uh, the quality of the data that's been provided. Is this feed healthy? Uh, I might be transforming uh, some of the data on the way in to join it up with some reference information that's important for me to understand about it. Uh, and I'm, I'm building curated data sets from the raw submissions. And then once I have curated data sets, I may have a team of analysts in my company that wants to progressively ratchet up the value chain into other curated data sets that uh, implement a domain model 
a, a business domain model that's like specific for the business problem that I'm trying to solve. And what's cool about the data lake architecture is you don't have to decide on what that business domain model is up front. You can introduce new uh, agile analytics transforms uh, to make new data sets as they're required by your business. And then finally, uh, once you have that business domain model, some predictive analytics, some answers to questions, uh, you can publish uh, those analytics results to downstream systems. Maybe it's a web app, maybe it's a mobile application, maybe it's devices in the field, uh, customer service representatives who are interacting with your customers. Um, those are all examples of publishing processes. So kind of key concepts in the data lake are submit, ingest process, curated data sets, publishing to downstream systems. Now, how does all that happen? Uh, this is where we can kind of start to talk about the specific AWS services that end up getting involved because this notion of agile analytics transform capability is really core to the implementation of the data lake. As data comes into the uh, data lake, it lands in Amazon S3 and we can use capabilities of AWS like uh, S3 event-based triggers that indicate the arrival of new materials that can trigger uh, data QC and validation processes that can be implemented in a serverless uh, manner with AWS Lambda. That ingest process is going to scale uh, no matter uh, how big uh, the data stream that's coming into, uh, into S3 grows to be. Uh, and the Data Lake Foundation we actually demonstrate two kinds of submission paradigms in the sample data set. One is for streaming data that's coming in through Amazon Kinesis Firehose that lands the objects uh, into S3 as submissions. And another is a kind of a full snapshot uh, data set submission that's also very common with our customers. Once those submissions land in S3 and are validated, uh, the quick start also uh, highlights how you can use uh, other uh, AWS transformation services like Amazon Athena. Uh, Athena is a uh, SQL over object store kind of an approach so that uh, as you have a, a, a curated data set that resides in Amazon S3, you don't have to launch any servers. You don't even have to have a database. Um, you just type the, the query that you want into the Athena API or into the AWS management console in Athena. And Athena will uh, coordinate uh, planning of the query and execution of the query over the objects directly in uh, the object store. It's basically Presto as a service. Um, and the quick start uh, highlights how it is as your data uh, comes into AWS that you can uh, determine what the structure of the data is uh, so that you can enter uh, the schema for the data into uh, the Hive catalog that Athena uses. Now for more complicated queries or queries where you know performance is paramount and you have uh, your eye on price performance, you can also use Amazon Redshift and Amazon Redshift Spectrum uh, to load the data uh, from S3 uh, directly into a columnar database, uh, run those transforms in a very price performant way, uh, and 
persist the results back to S3 or uh, to a downstream publishing process. And with Redshift Spectrum, you can have the best of both worlds because you can define external tables uh, that Redshift is aware of, but you don't actually have to load the data from S3 into the Redshift cluster. Uh, because it's an external table, you leverage the Redshift Query Planner, uh, and it executes uh, uh, the query directly over the object store. But then what's really nice about it is you can uh, take that derived data set and load it into uh, tables within your Redshift cluster uh, and continue to use that for downstream processing. Now, while all of this is happening, the other thing that the Data Lake Quick Start does is it's generating events about uh, key things that are happening within the data lake. Whenever a submission occurs, uh, there's an event that notes that. Uh, metadata about the event is sent to uh, a managed search service that Amazon offers called Elasticsearch. And uh, there's a set of dashboards that then uh, pull their uh, uh, their information from Elasticsearch. So you can get uh, a minute-by-minute -minute view of uh, the quantity of data that's coming into your data lake, the health of that data. You can inject uh, real-time streaming queries that run in the Kinesis stream as the data comes in. Uh, so customers can you know, get uh, real-time insight into, say, for example, uh, sales by country, sales by region, top-selling SKUs, um, and the Data Lake Foundation Quick Start provides a working example with a working data set about how these fundamental usage concepts uh, are implemented so that the users of the Data Lake can get value from it. And they've got specific examples of how to implement each of those concepts using the AWS services uh, that are most appropriate for their implementation. That's a really comprehensive solution there. I think, uh, you know, Mick, one of the interesting things here is that there are lots of moving parts in creating a data lake and obviously it's it's often quite daunting for folks to start and say, well, how do I begin? This is basically a, a push-button framework for you to at least have all the components you need so you can focus on more of that data engineering and data analytics piece. Yeah, it can definitely be overwhelming, you know, because the, the space is very broad and customers, uh, they bump into all of these walls. You know, I have, you know, large full snapshot data sets from this data provider. I have a different data provider where the data is real time and streaming. Um, I have, you know, needs to cope with slow changing dimensional data. You know, what's the approach that I take for that within my data lake? Uh, and uh, the the business users that want business answers from the data lake, what they really value uh, in this uh, data lake approach is the ability to commission new analytics to operate on their data only at the time when the the business case and the business value for those analytics is, has been proven out. So it allows very low-cost prototyping, um, validation of approaches that work, and then injection of those approaches into production so that they can work at scale. Exactly. That's the thing here is you can start with a quick start and, and do it on a small scale. But then, you know, if you're growing to terabytes and petabytes and exabytes, you're still good to go. So uh, we like that future proofing, which is a good thing. It's been uh, great to get some insight from all of you. So, uh, Carla, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank you very much, Simon. Mick, thanks for your great insights. Thanks, Simon. And Chris, thanks for running the program. It's really exciting for our customers. Thanks for having us.
And thank you for listening. As ever, we love to get your feedback, awspodcast at amazon.com. And until next time, keep on building.